the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't come down. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. As you read the word of the Lord, as you pray unto God, as you appear in his presence on a regular basis, as you stay in the presence of the Lord, your spirit man is getting younger and stronger every day. That is because of verse 18. 2 Corinthians 4, 18. That is because of verse 18. Because you are not looking at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, But the things which are not seen are eternal. As long as we are not concentrating, we are not focusing on what we can see, you know, what we hear in the news, what we hear all around us, you know, what everybody is talking about. As long as we are not focusing on those things, as long as we are focusing on the Lord, as long as we are focusing on the word of God, we will receive strength. No, verse 17 will be true. It will be a light affliction. Instead of a heavy affliction. And it will be a momentary affliction. Instead of an eternal or a long affliction. Because of the grace of God. So do not focus. Do not stay on. Do not, you know, do, do not gaze on the things that you see around you. Do not focus your mind on the things around you. Focus your mind on the Lord. Set your gaze on the Lord. Amen. Again, when you don't see any way forward, look upward. When you don't see any way forward, look upward. What do I mean by look upward? It means pray. It means pray. I'm not talking about the kind of prayer that most people make. I'm not talking about religious, selfish, memorized, mechanical, and empty prayers. If your prayer is inspired and informed... By your fears, it will be ineffective. Let me say that again. If your prayer is inspired and informed by your fears, it will be ineffective. But if your prayer is inspired and informed by faith, based on the word of God, then it is powerful and effective. First affecting you and your situation. First affecting you, then your situation. True prayer. True prayer changes your person and your situation. A true prayer, if you are truly praying, prayer will change you 
and then change your situation. Prayer does not only change situations, it changes the life of the person praying. How does prayer change the life of the one praying? Through the word of God. Prayer will change your life if that prayer is based on the word of God, if it's based on faith, based on the word of God. Because that's what 2 Timothy tells us. 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17 says, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. So if your prayer is not your own feelings and emotions and, you know, just your own intelligence, but your prayer is based on the word of God. If your prayer is based on thus saith the Lord, what you have been taught by the Lord, if the Lord will put his words in your mouth, then you can speak his word back to him. Because God is not you know, moved by things. God is moved by his word. Amen. Hallelujah. We need, to, we need to hear that very clearly, that God is moved by his word. God is moved by his word. God is not moved by your fasting. You know, God is not moved by the fact that, oh, you are hungry, you haven't eaten. And you are fasting. Oh, God is going to be merciful to me because, you know, I'm, I'm hungry. I have been fasting all day. I have been fasting for a day. I have been fasting for two days. I have been fasting for three days. Oh, you see, God, I'm suffering. No, God is not moved. You cannot bribe God by your emotions. You cannot bribe God by your feelings. You cannot bribe God by things. God is only moved by his word. God is only moved by his word. So, it will do you well to receive the word of God and give the word of God back to him. Explore, explore, explore the word of God and employ the word of God in prayer. Explore the word of God and deplore the word of God in prayer. You will do well. Amen. We're talking about divine progress in his presence. Divine progress in his presence. Making progress in the pandemic. Making progress in the time of trouble. In the time of crisis. How do you make progress in a time of crisis? In Exodus 33. Exodus 33. I believe we have. You see this was when Moses and the children of Israel did not know what to do. Because God has said to them, you, you are on your own. You can continue your journey by yourself. God said, you are on your own. You, are, you can continue your journey by yourself. I cannot go in the midst of you because you are stubborn. You are stubborn. And I don't want to destroy you. So I'm not going to go in the midst of you. You just go ahead. You are on your own. Go on your, by yourself. I'm not going to go in the midst of you. The scripture says that the people mourned. They cried. They were sad. And Moses was not happy either. But Moses prayed in Exodus 33, verses 12 and 13. Moses prayed. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I found grace in your sight, show me your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people Moses prayer was not okay if you won't go with me just show me the way because that's what God said now I'm not going to go with you you can go so you will think that Moses would just say okay if you're not going with us just show me the way show me the way and I will be fine 
Moses knew that the problem was not that he did not know the path forward, but he did not know the person who knew the path forward. And if he would know, if he knew the person, he would know the way forward. Let me say that again. Moses knew that the problem was not that he did not know the path forward, even though he did not know the path forward, but that was not the problem. That was not the main problem. The main problem was that he did not know the person who knew the path forward. If he knew the person, he would know the way forward. It's not so much of what you know. It's who you know that matters. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not so much of what you know. It's who you know that matters. And it also follows that it's not so much of who you are. It's more of whose you are. Remember when Moses said, oh, me? Going to Pharaoh, going to the palace to confront Pharaoh, to tell Pharaoh, to tell the king, to let the people go. Me, I can't do that. I'm too small for that. Me, that's a powerful, a powerful king there. I lived in the palace. When I was in Egypt, I lived in the palace. I know that this man is powerful. So you are sending me there when God was sending him there. It's like it's, Moses said to God, no, I cannot go. I'm a small man. I'm not powerful. You know, I don't have a whole nation behind me. I mean, this man is powerful. Pharaoh is powerful. How can I face up with him? But what did God say to Moses? I will be with you. I will be with you. Amen. You know, Moses was thinking of himself. You know, who he was. He was not thinking of whose he was. So it's not so much of who you are. It's more of whose you are. And of course, the person that owns you or the person that you belong to, if he's the Lord, he will not leave you the way you are. He's going to change you. Amen. But he does not say because you are like this now, I don't want you. I can't use you. No, he's going to take you the way you are. He's going to begin to use you the way you are. He's going to do amazing things through you the way you are. But he's not going to leave you the way you are. And don't begin to think that because he's using you the way you are, you are fine and wonderful and you don't have to do anything. You don't have to change. Mm -mm. And let's listen to the answer to that prayer of Moses. God's answer to that prayer. You see, they needed a way forward. And Moses prayed the prayer and say, you know, show me your way that I may know you. Show me your way that I may know you. I mean, if you just look at that prayer, you'll be like, this prayer has nothing to do with what was happening. That's what you will say. But if the Spirit of God is inspiring your prayer, it will be on the note. It will be, you know, it will be right, right on the matter. And God's answer to that prayer was also so, so interesting. It's like, is that really the answer? God's answer to Moses was, not Moses, you want to know my way? Okay, this is my way. Here it is. That was not God's answer. Oh, you want to know my way? Okay, come. Let me show you my way. Here it is. This is my way. That was not God's answer. God's answer was, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Oh, may the Lord help us because many times we will pray to the Lord and the Lord will give us an answer and we will be like, is that the answer? What, is, what does that mean? Is that all you want to say? I mean, I thought you would have done this. I thought you would have done that. Was not that the case with Naaman. Naaman went to 
Elijah and said, you know, heal me of my leprosy. And Elijah said, no, go and go and wash in the pool. Go and bathe seven times. And uh, when they told the man, the man said, is that what he would do? Just tell me to go and wash in a, in a river, in River Jordan. That river is dirty. I mean, there's a better river. There are better rivers in my place. But a servant of the Syrian officer, Naaman, told him, just be obedient. Just go and do what the man of God said to you. Amen. So many times, the answer to our prayers will be like, no, this is ridiculous. I mean, how can God tell me to do that? This is what I'm asking. And look at what he's telling me to do. God said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.